Recorded live. And welcome to Nick Sports Radio on NickSports.com. I'm going to do the Phoenix. And today we will be talking football. Football is a what football? Training camp starts tomorrow for a lot of teams. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in to us tonight. You got Phoenix producer, you got Kev, the analyst. What's going on, bro? What up, Phoenix? You alright, bro? Yeah, we good, man. Let's ready to do this, man. Man, the NFL season has started. College football started. These guys are getting ready. They're reporting the training camp. And they're getting ready to hit the dog days of August. You ready, bro? I'm always ready, man. What's going on with you? Oh, nothing nuts, man. I've been working. Uh, I'm, it's been the dog days of July for me right now. But, uh, shoot, getting through it, man. The weekend is here for me. Starting early. I'm chilling out. Take me a little vacation. But not before I talk about a little sport before we get on our way. So what's been happening with you? Well, you know, I'm down here in Florida, man, down here in Orlando right now. So um, they've been getting a lot of rain. But, you know, it's, it's good. It's all good. Team. They've been playing some b-ball and trying to get my knees back in, in, in order. So um, that's what's going on with me, man. Good, good, man. Nice to hear. You got to stay in shape, man, all year round, man. I know you and the... And the sister-in-law always doing some kind of physical activity somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's the way to live, man. You can mix in fun and, and, and get some sports in at the same time, man. So, got a little bit swimming in while I was down here, some basketball, man. So, hey, I'm feeling all right, T-Nick. That's what's up, man. Hey, again, I want to thank everybody for listening here to Nick Sports radio on nicksports.com. Hey, anytime during the day, during our show, you can call in at 724-444-7444 and hit the call ID 138240 and hit one to join us and give us your opinion, thoughts, or you just want to say what's up here on Nick Sports Radio. Okay, bro, how we going to keep this thing off? All right, man, you know, we got to start with some, some some news I heard today, which is near and dear to, to probably you and me, and that's about right. Ohio State Buckeyes. So, yeah. Ohio State plays Virginia Tech, the only team that beat them last year. First game of the season, Labor Day, right? Roger that. 
they are playing that game without four players who had major contributions to their team last year, including All-American defensive end Joey Bosa, man. Right, right. The other three include Jalen Marshall, Dontre Willis, and Corey Smith. Those are two H-backs and wide receivers that played, got significant playing time last year and was expected to do even more this year, T-Nick. Yeah, yeah. So by, by saying that, how much do you think this will have a big significant outcome on the Virginia Tech-Ohio State game? Or will it be the same thing, or will it be different? I mean, I'll tell you like this. Virginia Tech beat them last year, and I don't think Ohio State's taking them lightly. I think it makes them a more difficult game, but I still think Ohio State wins. But, I mean, it's hard to go in there without who many are considered the clear number one pick in next year's draft. That's the most hurt contribution. And also we talk about Braxton Miller making the transition to wide receiver slash H-back. It's still a difficult place to put him in now that Jalen Marshall and John Trey Willis are going to be out, man. So, I mean, it, to me, it's playing with fire. And, and this is just, I mean, it, it's kind of cliche to say it's something you don't want. But at least it was announced early enough where now those kids get those first three weeks of reps and practice rather than it happening on a Friday in the season for a game the next day or, or a game a week later. So that's right. where I think the, 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 the cut isn't as bad because now those backups get three weeks to practice. Right, I got you. Exactly, exactly. Next, the suspensions, just to let you know why, One, um, it was marijuana and some were academics. Okay. That so, marijuana, man, woof. Yeah, that, that stuff is running rampant through, through sports. And, uh, and then um, I guess uh, – I don't, I don't, I don't know how you can even deal with something like that. I mean, maybe it is, I mean because, like I was, like we was talking about before, you know, some states it's legal, but you know, your job might not let you do it, and uh, or where in this case, uh, you know, in school and everything, it's really not a job, but it got to come up. It, I mean, this is a big old gray area that this country's been dealing with. And it's, I really don't know how you can handle stuff like that. I really don't. I mean, technically it's illegal, so therefore you can't do it. But then again, you know, this is a situation where people are a little more acceptable to in society. You know, people think it's irrelevant. And I think that's why people get caught doing what they're doing. Then something, something's going to have to be done with this. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I didn't heard some players actually say that, you know, instead of taking prescription medication that they can actually get addicted to, you know, things like uh, lower tabs and Darvacets and stuff like that for painkillers. They said this is a, a lot of – some of them say this is a substitute for it. So, I'm, I mean, man, I mean, I guess they got to do more research and all this other stuff. But, man, I, it's something got to be done about this marijuana. Because, I mean, to your point, right now it's illegal, man. So right. they have to abide by the rules. Pain in other ways. And if you're hooked on it, you're going to have to get off of it, man, or learn how to beat the system. And the system always changes. So the right. way you beat the system last year won't be the same way you beat the system this year. Right. So, 
I mean, it's unfortunate, but on the field, Ohio State has the depth, of course, to to, to weather the storm. But it's going to be hard going to Virginia Tech without four of your better players. That's right. In the discussion, that's that's what it comes down to. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, and but, uh, but like on top of that, like you said, you know, Wilson and Smith, you know, they got suspended, you know. They combined for 41 catches at 555 yards this year. You know, over a course of a, a, a 10-12 game season, that might not be too significant, but it was times there where it really counted for when they got those yards. So they will be missed, but like you said, it's enough time for, for the backup players to get the reps and, and, and prepare themselves to, to go in and play uh, Virginia Tech this year. But, like, I'm right with you. It'll be a little more challenging because uh, I think I heard that the spread was, like, 19 starting off, so that might cut down a touchdown or so. But I don't think by losing these four players, it would just, like, swing the whole thing. Vegas would just say, well, Virginia Tech is going to win this one. No, I think Ohio State is probably – one of the most, if not the most talented team in the nation in college football right now. And uh, like I said, you know, it's time for them to step up because they got adversity going on. But I, I believe it, what you said. I believe they would go ahead and pull it out. And it won't be a blowout as much as everybody would hope to, hoped it to be before this news came out. Yeah, and regardless, I'm talking to you right now. Give me a Frank Beamer team at home. I'm not going to pick them to lose by 20 points regardless. So right. I think the the point spread going down for people betting for Ohio State, I think that's a blessing in disguise because right. um, Frank Beamer, those Virginia Tech teams, man, normally they don't get dusted, especially when you have the whole offseason to prepare. So that will be an interesting game, of course. But um, Braxton Miller is kind of the person who we're going to get to see a lot more of than we expected because of this. Right. We knew we would go see him some, but if your top two players at the position are out for that game, man, let, let's really see what you can roll with. He has three weeks to work on his footwork, to work on his catching skills, because playing H-back or playing wide receiver is completely different from playing quarterback. Right. So we have to see how he's going to react in game situations, and, and that's going to be the perfect time. I got you, bro. Okay. Hey, uh Listen to Nick Sports Radio here on NickSports.com. You got Nick the producer, Kev the analyst. Uh, Kevin, what's going on, man, with uh, the Arizona Cardinals, man? All right, what's going on is um, this is our show, y'all, this week, so we're not going to do the music for G of the Week. But this is somebody that I consider the G of the Week because she's the first female coach in the NFL. Now, she's just an intern, but regardless, she's made the step to try to further her career. And what I want people to understand about this woman is I don't think this is just a PR hire. So once you get into digging into her background and seeing what all experiences she has, um, she's played professional football, not in the NFL, of course, but in one of the lower leagues. She kept her first pro football check that she got back in April 2005. Guess how much she got paid? Um, it wasn't as much as they're getting paid now, but you can go ahead and entertain that. <laughs> $12 for the entire year. 
She got paid a dollar per game. She got paid a dollar a game. A dollar a game. She got a $12 check that she decided not to cash in 2005. So she's not here for the money. She didn't start for the money. She started truly for the love of the game. See, Nick, I, I better make $12 an hour. $12 for practicing and, and playing and, and all the travel and all the expenses and everything, man. You have to give Jim Welker credit. Hold, hold, hold up, man. That that that's that's violation of labor laws right there. So how you gonna get somebody twelve dollars to play twelve games? For a whole season. Who you telling? Yeah, that's some labor laws going on, man. Some some getting violated. Twelve dollars? What was she and she was an assistant coach or a play, she was a player? She was a player back then. In in a minor league team. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Twelve, literally twelve dollars. Right, but we wrong. both make in less than an hour. She made the whole season. Yeah, something wrong with that, bro. Something wrong with that. And just to get people background on her history, well, number one, the position she's go coach is she's go coach the inside linebackers. Right. So, she just to give y'all a little background to her. Uh, she was gonna be a tennis player. She was too short, you know. So um, she started trying to do other things, soccer. Okay, you know, I'm going to be a soccer player. Nope, didn't work out for her. But then what she did was she wanted to become a member of the Women's Football Alliance because she played rugby in college. So T-Nix, she played the majority of 14 seasons in the, in the Women's League. They won four titles, and the team that paid her $12 was the Dallas Diamond. Right. $12 they were just going out there for fun. That's all that was. Yeah. That's all that was. And it's unfortunate. And she started coaching um, assistant linebackers with the Texas Revolution. So that's another football team. And the head coach of that team told Bruce Arian about her, and that's when she got the opportunity to be the intern in the NFL. Right. So I don't think she's ready. We're not going to talk about her being a head coach next year. She's not in the position, to me, that the San Antonio Spurs ladies coach is. She right. has way more years under her belt. But, I mean, just to be coaching the inside linebackers, man, you know, it's an art to that. Right, right. And, uh, I mean, she's not actually over. Is she, is she just – if she's just an inside linebacker coach, what is – I guess that would be considered a positions coach, huh? So I guess the inside so you, line coach and the outside linebacker coach, what, they're equal or one overrides the other or what? In most teams, like you look at the Bengals. So before Paul Gunther took the defense coordinator position, Paul Gunther actually coached all the linebackers. But they would have right. interns. So you know how sometimes they have minority interns like Hushmanzada. Like, he might coach the, the the Z receivers, but then Urban right. coaches all the receivers. Right. So that's the way you right. kind of look at it. So you might have an inside and outside linebacker coach who both report up to the ultimate linebacker coach. Right. I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, you know what? She gets street cred with me. I guess that she do. I guess Jen well to do uh, – 
get street cred for that? Was the was the just the G award? Did she get the G award this week, bro? Yeah, G of the week. She gets it. G of the week. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Hey, uh, shoot, you know what? And the way that the Arizona Cardinals played last year, I mean, you probably you you we might catch a couple of more stories about them. I mean, they're in a pretty strong division. Uh, uh, what's that? See, uh, Seattle won the Super Bowl. Arizona, they made the playoffs. Um, things are going on with San Francisco and everything. Uh, the Rams, they. They up there trying to rebuild out there. I mean, that's a pretty. That's one of the stronger divisions in the NFL. So you know what? We might catch a couple of more stories on her this year. So well, we'll keep yeah. our eyes. And when stuff pop up, you know, we will deliver the message to everybody out here on Nick Sports Radio. Yes, sir. Wait, what's up? What's else? What else is on the docket, bro? All right, man. This is what's up, T Nick. Yeah. So, man, you know, I'm a fan of traveling. You know that. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm on the road right now. So I'm a fan of going to different stadiums, right, T Nick? Yeah, you you're on your uh stadium tour. Yep, and that's what we're about to discuss, T Nick. This is the ultimate fans guide to seeing all teams at their home stadium plus a game in London all mm-hmm. in the same year, T Nick. Okay, so okay. Walk me through it, then. Walk me through it. I'm walking you. And tell me if it's a game. Tell me what you think about each game, man. And, and we ain't even talking about how many miles I'm traveling or what hotels I'm staying in, man. We just talking strictly about the games. Right. So, of course, on Thursday night, September the 10th, I got to start off in New England um, when they play home against Pittsburgh. Right. And, of course, y'all know we're going to talk about Tom Brady later, so let's save this story. And then Le'Veon Bell won't be in this game. But regardless, it's the world champs versus one of the better teams in the AFC. So I'm starting there, man, so I get to do all the festivities. But then next team, next, on that Sunday afternoon, I'm going up to Buffalo because they say Rex Ryan and them might win that division. So I want to go see them early, play against Indianapolis, the team that played New England in the AFC championship last year. Right. So I'm doing that on Sunday. And shoot, T-Nix, you know, we based in Atlanta, so I'm going to come on home and watch that Philly and um, Atlanta game that Monday night in person, man, and see um, all the fuss about Chip Kelly and see what his team looked like. That's That's three games in that first week, T-Nix. First week. Yep, I'm going to three different games and three different plays. I'm staying on the East Coast. Right. All right. Then that Thursday night, right after that Monday night, man, I'm going out to Kansas City, man, Arrowhead Stadium. I want to see what them Denver Broncos look like against Kansas City, the team that I was telling you a couple of weeks ago, a lot of people are predicting to win that division. Gotcha. That's going to be a huge game. But then I'm going to pop right on up to Minnesota because I don't want to go to Minnesota in the wintertime for real, and I'm going to watch Minnesota at Detroit. So Adrian Peterson, it's going to be his first home game, man, playing a division game against Detroit, who made the playoffs last year, but a lot of people are already writing off. Gotcha. Are you rolling with me? I'm rolling with you. All right. That next week, I got two easy games to go to because it's in the same stadium. 
<laughs> Give me the Giants and the Jets. The Giants on that Thursday night play Washington, and then on that Sunday, Philly comes up to play the Jets, T-Nick. So I get the chance to see the Big Apple, you know, and get a chance to see both of the teams in the stadium. Yeah, because I'm listening, I'm listening to your matchups and stuff. I mean, the only one that you came up with twice is the Philadelphia game. So, that's uh, only it's a couple. Look, T-Nick, there's some teams you're going to see me. Look, towards the end of it, <laughs> some teams you're going to see me have to go. Man, you're going to think I'm a dog on um, – you're going to think I'm a Denver fan by the time you hear how many times I watch them. Right. But, yeah, man, so I haven't seen Philly twice. And then I'm about to see Kansas City twice because I'm going to watch them actually go to Lambeau Field and play on that Monday night. Right. So I got two and games Lambeau. in New York, and then I'm going what to Lambeau. Week? What week we in now? We sit, well, we in week three? We in week three right now. Okay. All right, T-Nick. So you still week- go, to Green Bay, go to Green Bay in September. Yep. So see, I done knocked out some of those some of those cold weather cities in, in September. Think about it, I knocked yeah. out Boston, New York, Green Bay, Minnesota. <laughs> and all you got left is Chicago. You really don't have to worry about Detroit. They play in the dome and uh the only thing that you got left up there is uh Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Yeah, those aren't as bad to me, you know. Yeah. I ain't saying it's spring, but it ain't it ain't it ain't Minnesota. All right, T-Nick. So I figured, you know, when I go um, to London, man, I only get one game in that week. So I'm going to watch the Jets play the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Okay. All right. So to... What's up? I said that game would be good in Miami, too. Yeah, I know. But, when, but Miami gave up one of the games this year. So, and don't forget, T-Nick, just because I see Miami's home game in Wembley, I still got to get them in in Miami later this year. Right. So you hear how difficult this is already, T-Nick. So I put some time in this thing, man. So now we go roll on into that next week. That Thursday night, we're going to see Indianapolis play at Houston. Yeah, division game. Division game. Yeah, and I want, I, I want to see Andre Johnson, man. I want to see him go back home. Yeah, we usually have those usually turn out. And especially <laughs> with somebody like Andrew Luck at, Andrew Luck at the helm. I think he yeah, is Luck going against um, J.J. Watt. Yeah, but you know, you know what? We still got to watch Hard Knocks going to start. What is it this week? This next Sunday, right? Not this Sunday, but next Sunday. I think it's next Sunday. Okay, we're gonna watch the Hard Knocks, and uh, we we gonna see how this play out. Houston got a lot of riding on this this year. I mean, right now they're really the only team that can even challenge Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they probably right about that one. Yeah, they the coach probably got the best, probably the best off season acquisitions. You know, this year, well, it was not one of the best, if not the best, with getting a package deal with Frank Gore and uh, Andre Johnson. Uh, everybody think how uh, how much tread that has gone on the tires. More people think Andre Johnson's tread is a whole lot more worn down than Frank Gore's. To me. But you know what? It's giving them weapons that Andrew Luck needs to do what he got to do, and they got them real cheap, bro. They got them real cheap, and that's that's what happened to you when you got a, when you got a winning ball club. So Houston, 
and the Colts. Yep. And then we since gonna, I'm already in Texas, I'm going to watch New England go play Dallas. Yep. New England and Dallas. Yep. So then have, I'm down in that same What's up, Tina? We're gonna have to go we're gonna have to you uh we're gonna have to do some predictions on on this tour. You're gonna have to keep this tour up. So as oh, yeah, we go I through, am. Oh yeah, and we're gonna have a different way to predict games this year, T Nick, for our listeners. So y'all keep nope. listening for that. Right, right. But then I'm okay. gonna go on down. You know, I gotta see the, the you know I did the the um Fantics on the, the the Falcons versus the Saints last year in Atlanta. So this year now I go to New Orleans and go to Atlanta at New Orleans and check out that game, T-Nick. And you and I, I both know how that rivalry is. Stupid. Stupid. And it might have half of them people family members. Yep, they are. <laughs> That's how they roll. <laughs> it's crazy, though. Hey, bro, we we, uh, we stopped at week four. Hey, you going all the way to week 18, man? Yeah, I'm going all the way to week 17. Okay, that's what's up. All right, but we at week four, so we're going to go ahead and give you the rest of the show when we come back. You listen to Nick Sports Radio here on NickSports.com. You got T-Nick, the producer, Kim, the analyst. And when we come back, we will continue our seasonal stadium tour of the NFL. We'll be right back. We care the producer and T Mix on Nick Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Yep.
Radio. I'm your producer, G-Nick. You got Canada Allen's, and we've been taking our NFL Stadium Tour this year, according to Kev, the analyst. Bro, you ready, yes, man? We up yeah, here. We're we going through this thing, because you know we got a few more things to talk about here, Nick. So right. I'm going to go through it kind of quick. Let me know if there's anything to stick out to you. All right. All right, I'm going next after New Orleans. I'm going up to Tennessee to watch Miami play Tennessee just because I got to go to Tennessee because I said I'm going to every one. Then next, man, T-Nick, I'm going to Philly. I got to watch those Giants go into the house of Philly for a Monday night game. Gotcha. Good one. Then next, all right, these two right here, I'm, I'm not the biggest on. I mean, San Diego or Baltimore might be a good game, but it's not really a rivalry. And then next, what did I tell you? Indianapolis is a team I'm going to see a lot. Um, they go to Carolina for a Monday night game where you get Andrew Luck versus Cam Newton. 
Yeah, that would be a real nice one. All right, T-Nick. So, you know, I said I'm going to every stadium. So, going to the hometown, I'm going to watch the Bengals play the Browns at Paul Brown Stadium on a Thursday night. Right. And then I'm going to pop on over to Pittsburgh just because it's right, you know, it's real, real close. And I'm going to watch Oakland play um, Pittsburgh at Heinz Stadium. Yeah. All right. And then next, I'm going down to Jacksonville because i got to go down there too and see Tennessee versus Jacksonville, T-Nick. So out there of is. all the games. <laughs> Two bones knocking it out. Yeah, that's the one I'll probably sleep in. <laughs> and I hope Jacksonville's up. better this year. But, you might yeah. want to get a bunker while you're down there to try to enjoy the game a little more. <laughs> Man, look, T Nick, that's the game where you got to have like your phone and your iPad yeah. so you can watch two other games at the same time. Yeah, and check your fantasy football while you're doing it. Oh, but the worst part, T Nick, it's a Thursday night game. Oh. Oh well, hey, you got to take it day, another day off just to just to make it, huh? <laughs> That's a bad one, man. But yeah. you know what, Nick? We in Florida, and you talked about going down to Miami. So we get Dallas, the Cowboys, going down to Miami. So, you know, that might be all right. Yeah. And then we got Thanksgiving Day, too, Nick. So Thanksgiving was important to me. Had to go somewhere where family is, man. So I'm going to see Philly again, play Detroit. So, you know, we can hang with Uncle Juice, man, and I ain't got to worry about getting some bootleg Thanksgiving dinner. Right. And then what I'm going to do is in three days after that, I'm going to pop down and see Tampa Bay play the Indianapolis Colts. So there go Indy again. But I'm watching them at home this time. Right. And then the next day I'm going to see Baltimore play Cleveland. Now, I think that might be a good game on Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how you're talking about the cold weather games? Right. We got us one. San Francisco at Chicago in December. In December. Wow. I don't know. Airports might be shut down around that time. Well, I got to get there one way or another, man. Well, you just plan on uh, putting in them a couple of more days if you have to. Exactly. But, unfortunately, I can't do that. I got to get out of there, man, because I got to go see Dallas play Washington on Monday Night Football. Monday night football. Okay. I don't know how you're going to get there, but good luck. Hey, it's going to be a fight, but you got to fly. You just got to – it's a 1 o'clock game on that Sunday, and you just got to fly out that day. All right, what's next, bro? After that, we hitting the West Coast. You heard me. I ain't really said no West Coast teams, right? Right. So, basically, the rest of the games all going to be on the West Coast. So, I'm going to Minnesota playing Arizona on the 10th. And then on the 13th, I'm going to Oakland versus Denver. All right. And then I'm coming back to the Midwest. I'm going to hit Tampa Bay going to St. Louis. And then I'm going to go to Miami playing San Diego. So I'm still on that West Coast team there. Then I'm going to San Diego at Oakland. So I, play, I watch San Diego two times in a row. And then I get to see St. Louis at Seattle. Okay. And then T-Nix, you know, I just told you I went to Denver, right? Mm-hmm. I got extra time on the West Coast, so I'm going to go watch them Bengals play the uh, Broncos again just because I got a little extra time, man. Right. On that Monday, mm-hmm. that's going to be the last Monday night football game of the year. 
And if it's anything like last year's Monday night football between the Bengals and the uh, Broncos, it'll be a classic. Gotcha, gotcha. So what we see is that left two Knicks I ain't went to. Um, Arizona. Nope, San Francisco. Okay. So my last game of the year on week 17 in St. Louis and San Francisco. And T-Knicks, you've just heard me go through all the stadiums in one year. Yeah. 33 different tailgate environments, 33 different fan experiences, man. That would be the dream um, travel trip of a lifetime for me, man. And a pretty penny. And a pretty penny. Oh, man, I'd be broke after that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how you're going to work doing all that. <laughs> I, I can work remote, so I'll be taking half days the day of the game, <laughs> uh, the Thursday night and the Monday night games. I'll just be tired that next day. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, you listen to Nick Sports Radio. You done heard Cavs tour of all the stadiums in the NFL, including London. So I guess it's 33, huh? 33. 33. And if you want to hear that again, you can go ahead and listen back to us on the replay on TalkShoe and just type in Nick Sports Radio and you can go to our page and listen to our old episodes and you can listen or even download them on your computer or laptop. And if anybody want to call in, just please call in and talk to us at 724-444-7444, and our caller ID is 138-240, and then hit one pound to join in here on Nick Sports Radio, on NickSports.com. What's up, Jim X, bro? All right, T-Nick, what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about something near and dear to your heart. Okay. Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Whatever that's we worth. Come on. Go. You know we're going to scoot over this one real quick. I think, didn't you say you thought it was going to get reduced to one game, right? Or two games? No, I, actually, I said two games because I didn't think he was going to miss the uh, Dallas-New England game. I yep. think week, week five, something like that. Yep, after they bye week. You and I both said that same thing. The NFL held to their to their guns, guns, team Nick. Yeah, yeah. I thought Jerry was gonna get him out of that, but Jerry probably thought about it, said I need to win more than I need the money, I guess. Yeah, man. So Tom Brady, man, is stuck at four games. Everybody's like, Oh, the NFL's gonna suffer once he comes back. He's gonna go undefeated and all this. I'm like, Okay, he's gonna be mad, but mad only gets you so far, you know? Right. Yeah, like he's gonna be the incredible Hulk the whole season and just win all thirteen games, all twelve games that he plays. You know, I still think the Patriots make the playoffs, T Knicks. I mean, don't get me twisted, don't get it twisted. But yeah, hey. like Tom Brady gonna throw for six thousand yards and eighty eight touchdowns. No, no, no. I mean, he's he's gonna work. He's gonna work. If Belichick is gonna do what he has to do, he's gonna do what he has to do to win. And he, I mean, if Tom Brady throws ten times or fifty times, he's he's gonna do what he has to do. And you can't tell what's going on with Belichick from time to game to game, day to day. And he doesn't tell the media anything. And 
That's just how they roll. So you don't know what they're going to do. But I, you know, I was surprised that the NFL did hold on to they hold to their guns and say we're going to go ahead and stick with the four game suspension. And um, I don't know. The only thing that will probably make a big difference if New England lose all four of their games without Tom Brady. But I don't know. We gonna sit back and uh, look at this. What's, what? How you? How you pronounce his name? Gallipero. The backup. Garoppolo. <laughs> Garoppolo, excuse me, but yeah, his name like that. But he's supposed to, yeah, yeah. I guess we got to give him a nickname. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it seems like that he's a. Um, I mean, he was he was a pretty decent he was a pretty decent quarterback in college and and working in system. If he can fit with the system, I mean, the Patriots are gonna have to look towards the future. I mean, Tom Brady, he's what, 37? 36, up there, man. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, the Patriots probably going to have to be looking at a, a glimpse of their future. A quarterback would like without Tom Brady for the Patriots. So, this is, might be his time to do what he got to do. All right, you know. Nick, while we talking about suspensions, Le'Veon Bell was reduced to two. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? How it come about that getting reduced to two? I was kind of surprised, you know, because I know he got not only the weed but also the DUI, you know. So I was surprised it got dropped to two, but I mean, that's good for Pittsburgh, right? But uh, I I, I don't know. I mean, with the NFL had to deal with this policy, you know, getting real hard on players and all this other good stuff. I mean, I guess it's not showing favoritism when 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 you stick to your guns with Tom Brady. I mean, he's one of the golden boys of the league, you know, along with Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and Andrew Luck that's coming around, coming up. So, I don't know. Maybe it was something in the situation that made it different for uh, Le'Veon Bell. Which was a plus for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, Le'Veon, let's not fall back and, and, and get into the same trouble again, because I never heard him being in trouble before. So, but I can say the same thing about Tom Brady. So, congrats to him, and just hope he does stick to his guns and not get himself in situations like that again. Anybody else get suspended? <laughs> no, that's all we're talking about, man. Now we're talking about something that we had to get that out of the way. Um, now, two minutes. Let's talk about the, the, the coaches' top 25 poll came out, right? Yeah. So, all right, we go kind of run through the teams, but you you know how we do this. It's the top five. So the top five for this week, t Nicks, is who are your top five teams going into the 2015 season? So I'm going to run through the coaches' poll top 25, and then you tell me your top five, all right? Yeah, we can do that. All right, so Ohio State's number one. <clears throat> no surprise there. Right. Number two is TCU, a team a lot of people thought should have made the playoffs last year. Right, they returned their, high, their, their potential Heisman winning quarterback. 
and they're a stout defense. All right, guess who's next, T-Nick? The Roll Tide, I'm assuming. There you go. Rally, rally, mama, mama, give them hell, Alabama. I don't even know how to say cheese. <laughs> I know the end part. Give them hell, Alabama. <clears throat> That's number three. Then we got Baylor, number four, and Oregon's number five. And then to round out that top ten, T-Mix is Michigan State, Auburn, Florida State, Georgia, and USC. Okay. All right, now let me run through some more of the teams that, that we may think are better than the coaches think. All right, we got Notre Dame 11th, Clemson, LSU, UCLA, Ole Miss, Arizona State, Georgia Tech. So yeah, Georgia Tech in there at number 17, T-Nick. Yeah, yeah. Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Arkansas. And then your last five in the top 25 are Stanford, Arizona, Missouri, Boise State, and Tennessee creeped in at number 25, team next. Gotcha. So this is the way we're going to do our top five, though, team next, on how we think they're going to end the season. So we're not predicting, oh, they look cute in shorts right now. It's like, no. Who do we think are going to be those five teams that's going to be the, at the top of the polls at the end of the Gotcha. Gotcha. So well. my top three, team next. Match their top three. I'm still taking Ohio State number one. I do like TCU a lot. And I like Bama. I think Bama's good. I think Bama's going to have trouble um, coming out of SEC. But I would give them number three. I can't put Baylor number four, man. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I, just, I just can't do it. I know they did very well last year, but they lost a quarterback. And they've always been this high-flying offense who always went to that – they run into a couple of teams that know how to play them defensively and shut them down. Right. So I can't put – I can't put Baylor number 14 next. And as much as people like Oregon, I'm not putting Oregon number five. So my number four and my number five are completely different. And you know who I like? <laughs> I know a lot of people don't trust them. I still like Florida State, man. Really? Yeah, because I think people are too high on Clemson. And if the only game, I think they still can beat Clemson. And we know Georgia Tech plays them well. But they just have a lot less challenging games than your your SEC teams, for sure. Right. And even your Pac-10 teams. Your Pac-10 so, so, so let me go ahead and get this straight. What we're, what we're predicting, what we're talking about our top five, is really – which four is actually going to make the tournament and one is going to be the next, the the, the first one out that, you know, that, the there team you go. Been... Okay. Okay. All right. So okay. you heard me say Florida state. So I got the same top three. You give me a Florida state. And this fifth team is kind of difficult for me because I think I still might put Oregon at number five, but they have to go to Michigan state, which I think is going to be very tough for them. Mm-hmm. And you know what, T. Nicks? I think my fifth team is actually going to be Michigan State. Really? Yeah, because they have to play Ohio State. So I view that as probably a loss because they come to the horseshoe. But they've been known to upset Ohio State. You and I both know the history of Michigan State, Ohio State. And right. people talk big and bad about Michigan. It's normally Michigan State is the surprise team to beat Ohio State. 
Yeah. Michigan might beat Ohio State when they're expected to, but that team, when they're favored to lose by 17 points and they pull out the upset, that's Michigan State. So, man, yeah. I look at Michigan State as being my fifth team, T-Knicks. Your fifth team. You know what? That, yep. that's, that's, that's solid logic on that one. I, 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 and I can kind of go for that. Okay. Now, let me go ahead and give you my top five. Uh, people might call in and get on our tail about this, but I will stick with Ohio State number one, even though the players got suspended. Like I said, Ohio State probably got the talented, if not one of the most talented teams in the nation right now. So I'm sticking with them at number one. As far as TCU is concerned, bro, I'm I'm going to have to scoot Alabama into that number two slot. Okay, I can get that one. I need this. I need. I mean, even though Alabama compared to TCU does have the harder schedule, they do have the talent to persevere a schedule like that. So therefore, I will keep Alabama at number two. Now I will move TCU. Not yet. Not Uh-oh. yet. Not yet. Actually, I'm going to move. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and I'm, I'm going to keep Oregon. I'm going to keep Oregon at number three. I'm going to keep Oregon at number three. Then I'm actually going to put uh, TCU at number four. Because this uh, is, I mean, until they get a Big 12 championship, I think teams like Baylor and TCU and all those other teams are going to be on the outside looking in. I really think they do. I think they're going to get squeezed out every time, and if they're going to get in, they're going to get into that number four slot. And then my number fifth slot will probably be Florida State. It'll be Florida State, and they will get a sympathy vote because even though I believe the Georgia Tech can actually beat them, if Georgia Tech does, if Florida State, if even if it's Georgia Tech or Clemson that ends up playing Florida State in the ACC championship, if either of those teams beat Florida State, they still won't get in, and they will. Be, and one of those, and I'm thinking it's going. I'm thinking it's going to be uh, Georgia Tech. But Florida State, if they, it would be, Florida State would have to win that. And they had to be the they'll be the number five seed in my in my position in my opinion. Okay. So I got Ohio State, Alabama, Oregon, TCU, and Florida State this year. Hey, I can't knock that either, T. Nick. Yeah, I mean because I mean because they're I because I don't understand it. If Georgia Tech does, because Georgia Tech only lost two games last year. That was Duke and Florida State in the ACC championship. But they didn't get to go to the dance. I don't think Tech can bring, and it's all about the following too, bro. Florida State has, a, I think they have a bigger following than, than Georgia Tech and Clemson. And nobody would want to look at a tournament from the ACC, with an ACC team in there unless it's Florida State. 
and then Florida State can actually probably end up booting TCU out again, just like Ohio State booted TCU out. I mean, you make very solid points, T. Nix. It's just, it's just lack, it's lack of is lack of power power schedules, and, and and they and they you know I mean, let's just go ahead and say it. You got Alabama versus TCU. Really, that don't even sound right. As much as people like TCU, that don't even sound right. Now TCU and Oregon, okay, maybe TCU. Ohio State, uh, I don't think so. It's just, it's just the normal what people like and what they're used to hearing. It's just like Boise State. Boise State can probably go undefeated, and they probably wouldn't even, they probably wouldn't even get a get a get a second thought about getting in the in the, in the tournament. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean you're right, T. Nick. It's the reality of sports right now. It's the reality of the NCAA football. So they really have to set themselves apart to really make that point and and drill home. Like, no, we really we really belong here. Right. If it's any I mean, doubt, any place where you can slide a bigger team in, they're going to do that. Yeah, I mean, now if Boise State beats like Arizona or Oregon, and then on top of that, they might have a. Mississippi on their schedule and then turn around and maybe have a Michigan on their schedule. It, you know, that would give them a little bit of significance. Or even Auburn. Any, anything out the SEC, you know, above Vanderbilt and Kentucky. You know what I'm saying? You play anything out in the SEC besides Vanderbilt and Kentucky, you can get a whole lot of street cred beating them teams convincingly. All right, bro. You winding down on the bottom of the hour, man. You got any closing remarks before we take this thing out? Well, hey, y'all, don't forget, starting next week, we're going back to two hours because we got real football to talk about at that point, y'all. So we're going to run down next week the AFC and the NFC East. Okay. And also going to talk the ACC. ACC conference. Okay. Yeah, and then we got fantasy to talk about. I think we're going to go ahead, T-Nix, and we're going to do it different this year. You know, last year we started with the quarterback. This yeah. year I think we're going to start with the, the defenses and the kickers, man. So we're going we to get the little Rudy Poo um, positions <laughs> out of the way. But we go give good reviews on who y'all should focus on drafting on and everything. And right. every week throughout August, y'all, we're hitting y'all with the different conferences in the NFL. We're hitting y'all with the different college conference reviews. And we hitting y'all with fantasy reviews, so yeah, y'all want to ride with us in August, man, because we go get y'all where y'all need to be. That's what's up, and don't forget to go to our Nick Sports page on Facebook, our Nick Sports Radio. Uh, we're always posting stuff on fantasy football and news and everything to get you on top of your teams and what's going around in the league. That's uh, Nick Sports Radio on Facebook, and please hit our like page. And don't forget to visit our Facebook. Uh, our website at nicksports.com. We got our fan picks. We got profiles. We got all things that's coming up this year and what's going on. Bro, it was fun, bro. Yes, sir. It yeah, was. Man. Good to talk to you, T-Nix. Oh, no problem, man. And uh, you enjoy yourself down there in Florida. And don't... Uh, right, 
And man, and it don't have too much fun because you know you got to come back to the ATL and get back on your grind, man. Well, yes, sir. I'll be back in a little bit. All right, DNA. I just want to thank everybody for listening to Nick Sports Radio here on Nick Sports dot com. Uh, on our new format on Talk Show, please join in next week from seven p.m. to nine p.m. with T Nick the producer, Kev the analyst, Nick Sports Radio. Remember, our sports, your sports, Nick Sports. And we out. Later. If the Nick Sports Show,